shit. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare one. Tons won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. Yeah, I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rare room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm, I'm not looking. No, no, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at my little alien action figure, and I, real, I realize I can make his little tongue come out like in the movie. I'm sorry. Y'all have to excuse us today. Elisa brought all kind of toys with her today. Oh <laughs> she got them sitting in front of you. We'll, we'll have to take a picture for y'all so y'all can see what we're talking about. So, um, <laughs> again, it's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it street. We keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? 100. You know what? We need to have little Miss Yvette join in with the 100 on there. She no good as well. She hip. She down. She Latina. She know what's up. Word. Word. So you're going to say 100 with us, Just right? say 100 when so he says it. So we're going to do it again. Okay. On the rent room, we keep it street. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? 100. Very That's good. That's what's up, y'all. <laughs> so check it. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, Film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, shit like that. Yes. That's what we like to say. Yes. <laughs> My favorite kind of shit. Yes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, me and Yvette, we be going in on this shit all the time. So check it. Um, um, you guys hear her voice. That's my girl, mm-hmm. Lisa Bolacaja. Hello, people. We call her the street. Wait, wait. They can't see it, but I have to show you. Watch, watch, watch. <laughs> so she got the little alien monster and a little tongue came out. You're so crazy. So, um, <laughs> we call Lisa the street nerdist. Why do we call you the street nerdist? You got to let Yvette know. No, it's because that part of me will bring it to you really real. And I why can else? give it to you, but what you going to do with it? <laughs> I said, Yvette, I said, and why else? And why else? Why come? <laughs> I went all uh, and country also because, you know, you know, I can just, I can, I can really, you know, use my, my standard English voice. <laughs> And uh, bring you professional, the, the professional sounds of the quiet storm. Okay. <laughs> Give it to him. Give it to him. Quiet. <laughs> but I'm excited today because we're in my realm of stuff. I yeah, like. we just go in today. Yes. So, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Y'all want to get down? Baby, y'all want to get down? Y'all want to get down? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it in, y'all. So, check it. Today, we got a really cool guest for you guys today. To, yes. I can't even speak today. <laughs> just, I'm like mess. all off. You are a hot mess Must over there. Walk over. It's hot, hot girl. It's, it's hot, hot mess over there. I go, we in sunny California and Hollywood, girl. It is hot. And it's October and it's still acting okay. like it's summer. It's like 107 degrees today, isn't it? Okay. 102, I believe. 102. God yeah. damn. People you know it's hot when it's bikinis. hot in Hollywood. Okay, okay look. <laughs> So check it. We got my girl on here, Yvette Vargas, writer, director, producer, creator. Goddamn, mm-hmm. girl, what else you don't do? I mean, <laughs> not much. Not interactive much. creator, yes. uh, 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 digital this, digital that. She's the girl can do and she can new edit. Media. New media like a mother sucker. Yes. I said it. Mother uh-huh. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wave back. I'm finally going back. Wave back. <laughs> that's a, that's a whole new hyphen it yes. for me. <laughs> media like a mother sucker. Love it. I'm, I'm going to be using that like crazy. Sound like Dolomite over I know, there. Look, like, don't get used to it. I'm going to be saying motherfucker all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can cuss on this show, bitch. Mm. You can cuss on this show. Yeah. So look, we got my girl Yvette on here. How you doing, Yvette? I'm doing great. Yeah. Happy to be here. Very excited. I had a fantastic walkover. 
<laughs> you walked all the way from Burbank, right? <laughs> well, you know, according to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a hop and a skip. It's yes. hop and a skip. Totally. So me and uh, let me tell you guys a little quick thing. So I met I met Yvette probably about a year and a half ago, I think something like that, almost two years ago at the Writers Guild. And one of the things I like about you, and we'll get all into you, but let me just tell the people need to know. Now, people know I'm a hustler. They know I'll be out there doing my shit. If you ever see how she puts together a packet, like I make my Bibles in my shit, mm-hmm. make it look good. Mm-mm. This heifer right here, let me tell you. <laughs> I said it. This heifer right here. <laughs> what she do? Okay. Okay. So you're talking about putting together a packet mm-hmm. and putting together your whole... It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. You read your stuff and you'd be like, damn, I need to really learn how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. You thank can you tell you that. got a team or you just know what the fuck you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether it be the graphic design, the artwork, the layout, everything is just so detailed in your packages, you know? And so when I see stuff like that, I'm like, damn, we need to bring her in and let her teach this shit right. to some of these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we yeah. can talk about that at some yeah, point. No, for, no, for sure. For um, sure. But that's how I met her, and I just loved her work ethic. And she's a beast, you know, beast of a director, beast of a writer, beast of a producer, and, and the, the multi-platform and all yes. that stuff. So um, I think when I met you, you actually were invited to come speak about what you do, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, well you and I had met at uh, like a One of the salons greet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A meet and greet event at the WGA. <clears throat> and then shortly after, mm-hmm. I, I was speaking on uh, multi-platform storytelling mm-hmm. at the WGA. Mm-hmm. And I speak on that subject a lot because... There really is hardly any information, any real information, tangible information that mm-hmm. creators can find and mm-hmm. take away and take away with them. Um, so, uh, so it's definitely, definitely my area, my soapbox, all of it. And not only do I create it, but I'm absolutely about sharing my model, mm-hmm. you know, with creators, getting it out there because I really have created mm-hmm. a new model. You know, it, it's it not, and it's not that it's an alternative model to standard traditional models in the industry, mm-hmm. but it's a new model for creating content right. in this digital entertainment age. Mm-hmm. It's and, elevated, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, the producers seeing your stuff are like, oh, we need this bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, we can't even do this without okay, her. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, uh, and, and just going back to, you know, I'm just really fortunate and blessed because I have a tremendous amount of creative skills mm-hmm. I came out of the womb drawing and painting okay. so it was visual story storytelling from the beginning right. mm-hmm. then I got into writing um, when I was in junior high school I was really inspired by short stories mm-hmm. you know hardcore and what is a short story a short story is a film you know yeah. if you yeah. really think yeah. about it yeah. a short story is a film so I you know I went along with my my drawing and my painting and also you know design I got into graphic design and writing these short stories and uh, you know so I just knew that storytelling Mm-hmm. Um, was 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 my thing. So I start. I studied design for two years. I'm originally from New York. Okay. And uh, New York and, and, is that what and that New Jersey. Is? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, it's it's <laughs> a little God combination. Knows what, God knows what it is right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, New York uh, and and New Jersey. So it's a combination of the mm-hmm. two. And then and then uh, so I went to uh, art school, FIT in New York for design. And I, I went there for for two years. And I worked for two years. But you know, telling stories was just. It just, mm-hmm. it, it was like pulling my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, I applied to uh, NYU mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, got into the directing program at, mm-hmm. at Tisch. So that wow. was fantastic because I really combined like everything, everything, all of my visual storytelling mm-hmm. 
um, you know, definitely my, my writing and then, and then clearly, clearly conce- you know, uh, creating it, producing it. Mm-hmm. Because um, everything that I had ever done as an artist was, uh, le- you know, I was able to produce a final product that I was in, like able to share mm-hmm. with people okay. because for me, art is meant to be shared. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I just learned that from drawing, painting, graphic design, everything. There was a process that you go from idea then you go through production, right. and then there's a final product that okay. you always deliver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, directing was, I mean, that, I mean, that was my thing, absolutely, because I was about not only telling stories, but, but uh, producing, producing the content right. that then you deliver to an mm-hmm. audience. So, you know, that was always me, and that's always how I see art, you know, mm-hmm. for, for myself, clearly. So with all that and having the background in the design and graphics and what was happening at the time with the web, uh, with interactive design. I mean, I learned how to create a website in a day. Like all of that wow. has come really, wow. really naturally to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Little Miss Techie over here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, I mean, I thank God for mm-hmm. it. Um, so, you know, so, so just between all of those creative skills mm-hmm. and the storytelling, both traditional and digital, mm-hmm. which has been my entire, you know, professional mm-hmm. career, I, I just, like for me, when I conceive something, mm-hmm. I see the entire package, mm-hmm. I can design it, I can make it uh, interactive, I can put it on the web, I can mm-hmm. create a you know, variety of different mediums uh, based and that's on, what off of that content. that's what multi is, right? A- absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. And for me, but it's just been, like everything that I've ever done has been that. Okay. So it's kind of interesting where we are now mm-hmm. in the business um, which I've been waiting for for a really long time. <laughs> like literally, when I learned how to create a website in a day from you know designing it and actually putting it up and and adding uh, video to it and everything, like where we are now, finally where it is this digital entertainment mm-hmm. age. I've been waiting for this since I was a student at NYU because it's like I saw it. I was like, yeah. oh my god, well this is what's gonna happen. Right. And um, anyway, so we're finally there. I'm not fully, but we're we're really close to being there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. You know, I, I just, that's the way I create, and uh, and I'm just trying to, of course, create my own content, create the best content possible, build all of my multi-platform projects, set them up in, in you know, ho- however different ways. I mean, what's great about multi-platform is that it's, you know, it's, it's different media formats, mm-hmm. you know, so whether it's the comic book or mm-hmm. uh, a game or a digital series or a feature film or, or television, mm-hmm. uh, you know, production that... Uh, you know, there's traditional aspects of that, and then there's many aspects now that have this. It's a hybrid of right. traditional and digital, and uh, you know. So for me, it's I'm just always pushing forward what platform makes sense at the time, mm-hmm. what's what has traction. I'm building that, mm-hmm. building teams, building the social media. Uh, everything has revenue streams, you know, right from the very Smart. beginning. Yeah. And then we always talk about you, you know, got to right. get that revenue coming in. Like. All, all the time, <laughs> like from, from the very beginning, it's part of my development process. Wow. Mm-hmm. As I'm conceiving the whole thing, I mean, for, you know, for Dark Profit, mm-hmm. um, which we're, I know we're going to get to, but mm-hmm. uh, obviously the, you know, the, the project that I'm working on now, right from the very beginning, I identified over 150 revenue streams. Just, just from, Christ. just from, the, you know, concept. Right. Just from the concept. Um, and it all goes back to, all of my experience, mm-hmm. you know, because I've been working in this space for so long. I know what works. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me, let me, let yeah. me just back up a little bit. Let me sure. interrupt your thought yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Um, let's just back. So what finally brought you to LA coming from NYU and all that stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, well, my, uh, my senior thesis film 
from from NYU did really well. It ended up winning a Best of NYU. Okay. And uh, and I was traveling. Was that an action film also? What was that? It, that uh, it was it was actually a drama. It was mm-hmm. a it was it was drama. There was there was action in it, but it wasn't it wasn't sci-fi action thriller. Okay. And uh, that <clears throat> was called Thicker Than Water, and it was about you know this woman who uh, was estranged from her estranged from her family, and she comes back on the day of her father's funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so it's it's like this bittersweet moment. She's rejected by the family, mm-hmm. but yet the mother kind of wants to bring her in. And uh, you know, and then later on, basically, you know, they there's in the will reading, the the father bequeaths all of his uh, everything, financials, everything um, to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, you know, so then there's a, a huge riff in you know the family clearly, which uh, divulges secrets in, in, in the family, like mm-hmm. all these secrets come out. So that was you know basically what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, but it did really really well. Uh, just in other festivals, it ended up winning like you know 15 awards that year. That's great. Film festivals. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So I was traveling quite a bit mm-hmm. with with the film, and uh, you know coming out to LA and and also NYU Tisch had a big event here. Mm-hmm. For the winners of their festival, and I just realized that the business was here. Right. You know, and as much as I love New York, I will tell you, <laughs> like for me, I am a New Yorker living in LA. Um, but uh, it's this is where the business is, mm-hmm. and if you're going to be working in the business, you, you need to be here, mm-hmm. and not even that you have to live here all the time, mm-hmm. but you need you need to establish relationships here, as you know, take the meetings, sure. all mm-hmm. of that. So, um, you know, so my boyfriend, who's now my husband, um, you know, <laughs> for we, quite we, uh, a while. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we uh, we made the pilgrimage out and it was like, you know, it was just the greatest thing we could have done. And it was before 9-11. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I will tell you that I am thankful not to be not to have been right. you know, downtown sure. uh, where we lived um, at the time. And uh, you're in the thick of it, man. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, uh, you know, just it was it was just the right move at the right time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at this time, what I was doing after I graduated NYU, I was doing uh, definitely um, all kinds of different production work, you know, whether it was music videos. I worked, um, you know, at ad agencies because, I I mean, I had the design skills as well as Mm -hmm. the production skills for commercials and everything else. So I was kind of like, you know, this person that could do a lot of different things. And uh, always, thank you know, thank you. See, and that, and that shows in your in your packets. It's not just somebody putting a picture in with some words. It's mm-hmm. it's really thought out. And yeah. just you know, perfectly. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, and the and, fonts. And, I mean, yeah. everything is yeah. like detailed. Um, Go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And thank you. No, no, no. And and, th- and thank you for that. And and with all these experiences, like you know, a lot of um, mm-hmm. ad agency work is in New York. Ad agency, like that's a really huge industry. Okay. So especially for creatives, you know, regardless if you're a filmmaker or not, there's just lots of opportunities there. Mm -hmm. And then growing uh, interactive, um, uh, you know, type of work, you know, at the time, which now is, you know, I mean, it's just bigger and bigger all the time. So um, so with all that, when when my husband and I moved out and he's a graphic designer, creative guy himself, uh, you know, we spent like the first year uh, just really meeting people, working everywhere building relationships, gaining clients on the freelance side, and then we started our own business, our own company, Digital Rain, which, mm-hmm. we, which we have um, That's a good today. title, too. Yeah, like that. Thanks. Which we have today, and literally, you know, what, what, you, know, what you guys have seen, what I've done um, for my own content mm-hmm. in this multi-platform storytelling um, is everything that I do for my clients. So our clients are the studios and production companies. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk I, about some of those clients, you sure, guys. Right. You guys have sure. done some pretty big... Clients, let me tell us. Yeah, list yeah. them. 
Yeah. Tell the folks. Well, <laughs> if you can. If you can talk about who they no, are. No, no. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, you know the, the studios, I mean, done for work for all of them. Mm -hmm. you know, Warner Brothers, Universal, Disney, Sony, uh, Paramount. I mean, all you know, pretty much all the studios, uh, you know, we've created work for. And the kind of work that we create, mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, you know, some, somehow we're creating content um, for an existing IP to promote it. So it's whether it's a new film or it's a new TV show or it's some um, you know whether it's a, a new album or mm -hmm. you know some musical mm -hmm. artist. Uh, it used to be video games for a really long time. Now it's apps. Mm -hmm. You know apps. Sure. Apps are the games these right, days. You know right. vi video games. If you really look at the video game market, mm -hmm. um, there aren't a lot of new games that come out. It's mm -hmm. really franchises, established, well-established franchises that right. then have you know like the next version mm -hmm. of the game. Um, but not to say, I mean, of course there, there's new stuff, but that's pretty much what that's all become. And, uh, you know, comic books, I mean, pretty much all mediums, right. um, where we're creating some, usually it's a digital kind of content to promote that IP. So, mm -hmm. a, a, you know, so it's, uh, websites, it's, uh, players, custom players, whether it's a video player, music, game, mm -hmm. definitely, you know, lots of games. So it's all this additional content to promote an IP. And that's okay. like a lot of the bread and butter plus you know we create custom custom apps you know really you wow. know cool crazy stuff high functionality um you know because design and and how it all works and i mean all of that mm -hmm. is is our sweet spot you know? wow, wow. Really? yeah That's yeah serious. definitely i didn't even definitely. know you did that yeah. wow. <laughs> oh yeah okay. yeah definitely so uh yeah so you know it's all the studios and you know, production companies, as I said, at record labels, um, mm -hmm. and uh, Fortune 500, you know, as well. But mostly it's entertainment, mostly in that area. Because mm -hmm. when the corporate stuff comes to us, they usually want something that's special, like, mm -hmm. or, or uh, entertaining, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever, if they have a special campaign. Mm -hmm. Honda, we worked with Honda for like five years, and uh, it was for this special program that they had called Honda Battle of the Bands. Which uh, you know it was uh, this scholarship program for um, African American colleges. Mm -hmm. okay. So it was like you know this whole competition it was a six month six month program where you know most of the three months or four months of that was competition with like uh, forty about forty bands, right. forty of the schools, and uh, there was a voting process which then came to you know the ten finalists that then performed at the uh, okay. Georgia Dome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. And then on site, actually in the Georgia Dome, we did uh, like all the live webcasting. It was it was it was it was pretty awesome. Wow. It was pretty pretty awesome. So uh, so so that you know is an example of a corporate account clearly, but it was for this entertainment right. you know kind of kind of um, program. Mm -hmm. So we do we do a lot of that a as well. Uh, so that's you know I don't so call so it companies can can hire. Um, digital rain to to do all that stuff. Absolutely, like that. Okay. absolutely, yeah, okay. yeah. And it's like I don't even want to call it the day job um, mm -hmm. because it's so part of everything mm -hmm. you sure, know that, sure. that that I do but it but it but it's definitely like the the, the bread and butter mm -hmm. of, of the company mm -hmm. is uh, you know is creating it's all uh, creative content. Though, which oh, is yeah. the cool it's, thing right yeah. it's all yeah. creative I mean I am just I am constantly writing directing producing designing mm -hmm. you know you you name it managing teams mm -hmm. all of wow. that it's it's uh, it, you know it never it never ends <laughs> it never That's good. ends yeah yeah no, exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. constantly <laughs> and uh you know, and then um, and then what happened in terms of uh, you know my own content? And I'm going to back up a tiny bit just sure. to fill in some stuff. So so we landed here, 
and we, we you know we started our company and uh, you know we we're just crazy about of course building the company so the first couple of years is like I was thinking people might have thought you guys were crazy because you were so ahead of what you thought was coming oh yeah oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? oh yeah no no and it was great I mean they you know they they loved it plus we had like the New York work work ethic mm-hmm. where you know you work 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 mm-hmm. um, you know twenty five seven and so you know so we built our company my husband and I. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just really, you know, got involved, got just so wrapped up in that constantly. So I would say about eight years ago, you know, there was, uh, you know, all these little, all these little voices kept coming to me. There's like the, the characters in my stories mm-hmm. <laughs> that were basically, you know, files on my computer at this point saying, you know, what about us? Right. What about us? You're a storyteller. Mm-hmm. You're a filmmaker. And I wasn't doing that much of that. I mean, it certainly was doing it for my clients, um, in, you know, in, in different mediums and in different ways. <coughs> but in terms of the stories that I had to tell, mm-hmm. which I have so many ideas, I'm one of these idea people. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, constant, constant, constant. Wow. So, um, you know, I, I it just, I, I needed I needed to fulfill my, like, f- fulfill my passion, you know, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. this storytelling. Um, ask my, and my own stories and my own voice. And uh, and then around this time, too, um, you know, I had just really gotten into TV, which, I mean, you know, there's, we, as and we actually, know. In the, in yeah. the last 10 years, yeah. it really yeah. changed, really. It, yeah, so, yeah. A- a- absolutely, mm-hmm. where, you know, I mean, television content is just pretty damn phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know, pretty damn phenomenal. So, um, you know, I really wanted to learn um, television, television writing. I mean, every, everything about it because it's mm-hmm. different than film. Mm-hmm. It really is totally different than is. film. And yeah. the businesses are very different. So when you were so, at NYU, you were focused more on features? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely, yeah, it was definitely features okay. um, and, and just and screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Screenwriting as opposed to teleplays. Mm-hmm. Right. So... I decided, uh, you know, one way to force myself to get away from the business a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, and and focus on my stories was to go to grad school. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, applied to UCLA um, and uh, for their screenwriting program. Mm-hmm. Although I really was interested in their television right. program, but the, the only part. way to get to the television program was through the screenwriting you program. You had to do the screenwriting oh, first. Well, it, you, they, it's, it's television is is uh, under the screenwriting. Oh. You know, the major yeah, yeah, is yeah, screenwriting, yeah. but they um, they had a two year concentration. Mm-hmm in television, okay. it was just mm-hmm. called the television track, sure, and sure, sure. The, sh- the show running television track, which was exactly what I wanted. So I applied to Because she wanted to be a showrunner, okay. y'all. Matter of fact, she is a showrunner. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, hello. <clears throat> so, um, so, I, you know, so I applied, luckily, you know, thank God I got in, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I applied for the television track, because you had to apply for that on top of it. Wow. So I was like, oh man, it's like, I better get in. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I want, it's why I I'm here. But anyway, you know, fortunately, I, I, I got in, and then I had this two-year concentration of television. The first year was half hour, and mm-hmm. the second year was 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 uh, one, one hour. Hours. And I was at UCLA um, for three and a half years, mm-hmm. and then you know got the screenwriting in, in in between there, and uh, and it was you know phenomenal because I really learned the business of, sure. of television, and I started building up my portfolio of of projects. Mm-hmm. Um, just really. St- like took my list of uh, and really even uh, scripts that I that I had which I mm-hmm. loved that were you know 
um, like either half written or just really ideas that I liked, and mm -hmm. I was able to develop them sure. at UCLA. So I mean, now you really knew what you was doing. Right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So I mean, the, the challenge was, of course, I was you know still working at my company mm -hmm. and going to school full time. Oh so, so yeah. so yeah, so that that was a real challenge, but you know got got through it, thank God, and uh, and it it was it was pretty damn fantastic, as I said, because now I have. This portfolio, you know, a very large portfolio of mm -hmm. projects, which I continue to to, to add to. Um, and one, you got one, a way, degree. one way, one way or another, <laughs> I got yeah, exactly. I got a, I got a degree. I met a lot of people, mm -hmm. and uh, and then I started developing, uh, you know, dark dark profit. Um, my well, I have to say this on a side note. I swear to God, who is I was talking to some big producer the other day, and I brought up you for some reason. I think we were talking about packets and putting together mm. whatever because I have the sizzle that I'm about to do mm. and we were talking about things and I was like oh my girl Yvette Vargas she blah 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 she goes oh I know Yvette I was, who the hell was it every time I talk to somebody they know who you are oh that's fantastic every single it. time mm -hmm. good and I hope they're smiling <laughs> <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry oh, no, it's fine it's fine well, you're gonna have to remember who that is say hello you know? mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. um so, so what happened and how, this, you know, Dark Prophet came to be mm -hmm. was, um, this was in the last, my last quarter at UCLA and they have quarters there as opposed to semesters. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what they're called. So my last quarter there, just before the, my last quarter, um, NYU, Tisch, West, they, they have an incredible alumni here, NYU, oh, really? Tisch. I'm yeah. not surprised. It, yeah. It, Crazy, but but very active, very strong. I mean, mm -hmm. I would I would even say venture to say that they, they even even rival. So they got the, a mafia like Howard does, the, don't they? Wow. <laughs> they got the Tish mm -hmm. Mafia too. Hardcore oh, wow. I, I will tell you, I would tell you, and and I had just recently become. Um, you know, in, in involved because I had heard that it was so good because when I first, and I will say, <laughs> when I first moved out here, you know, you want to meet people. Sure. So, mm -hmm. you know, they had, they had, well, I wouldn't even call in alumni association at the time, mm -hmm. but I mean, it was like two guys at a bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a joke. <laughs> that was it. So, uh, you know, which is fine. Mm -hmm. It was fine. Mm -hmm. Everybody starts somewhere. But now it's this thriving alumni. They have they have events every week. There's an event. Wow. It, it's it's pretty damn incredible. Mm -hmm. So I had heard about it. You know, just it just kept coming up here and there. And I was like, well, you know, let me let me let me go check it out. So so I uh, I went to you know one event and it was it was really it was really great. And then as soon as I got on the mailing list, that was it. Everything mm -hmm. <laughs> everything started you know coming. I'm the, the listserv. I mean, I must get like ten emails a day. I mean, wow. it, it's very it's incredibly active. So around this time, just before just before my last quarter at UCLA, uh, the Tisch Alumni West they were holding a digital series lab. This was like the the third you know the third year that they that they were doing it. Mm -hmm. So they had a call for entries from all alumni. So Dark Profit and you know this I I came up with dark, the idea with Dark Profit before I had started grad school. It was never the right project for UCLA, especially mm -hmm. anything that was multi-platform. They just they just were not set up for that. Wow. And, she was so uh, ahead. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> it was just like, you know, it just. They're not ready it, for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, I, but I knew that it was something that I always wanted to do. And um, so this was the perfect opportunity. This Tish, this Tish opportunity was, uh, you know, I was like, wow, you know, if I get selected, then this is definitely the catalyst. Like, I, I just knew that if, it, that if it became a finalist, that it was something that I'd be doing 
and, and, and seeing mm-hmm. it all the way through, I just knew that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so I submitted it and it was, I mean, pretty rigorous submission process. It took yeah. a day to fill this thing out. I'm wow. not even joking. Um, and it was, it was a really high bar. Like they definitely weeded out the people that were not ready because it right. was this, this six month commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and there were, uh, meetings, like there were lab meetings once a month and, you know, d- for different, uh, one was, pr- uh, production, one was casting, one was, uh, the, the, you know, development, feedback. Well, they really bring getting in, you ready. In, yeah, industry, yeah. In, industry professionals mm-hmm. were part of every process. I mean, it, it, was, it was a really big commitment. And then you had to create three episodes. Okay. And, you know, and deliver mm. them that, which would then be, um, they, you know, they would be reviewed and, and, and uh, you know, uh, eventually. They, yeah, the right three episodes or just, yeah, right. just the whole. Write, produce, everything, okay. deliver. Wow! Yeah, deliver. Exactly. Deliver. Oh, deliver. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. So uh, anyway, so I submitted it, and uh, you know, and, and luckily I was one of the the, the ten finalists, mm-hmm. and you know, went through this whole process while I was at UCLA, <laughs> and while I was working at <laughs> oh my, my company. God. So you can just imagine. And you know, and and dark. She's a robot. <laughs> She's a vampire too. She, Look at yeah, she's not. She's not human. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he winds me up every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it was, but it was something that I knew that it was that I was going to do, and it was just amazing. Like the moment that I said yes and just surrender to it, uh, just all the right people started start coming and through. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. It, it, that's mm-hmm. the way it that's is. How once, it works. Once you surrender and you're like, this is it. You know it. Mm-hmm. And then then you just live it, and 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 not to say that it's easy, but right. it's still. Um, the universe opens up right. for this to work, so it was definitely that kind of that kind of experience. I just met the most incredible people, and all the right all the right people came. And uh, so, lo and behold, I ended up winning that. The, <laughs> I ended up winning that competition, wow. which was pretty, you know, ph- phenomenal. Got a lot of press and attention on that, and. The judges were NBC Universal television executives. Oh, okay. So that led me to getting an NBC Universal production award. Wow. So that you know, so I was, you know, that, that looks that, nice on yeah, the resume, yeah, doesn't it? Exactly. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So you know, so just kept uh, you know making it and starting to build my franchise. And then around this time, I met with uh, a guy. Uh, who um, he basically owns and runs the uh, it's part of Sundance um, the indie filmmakers lounge Mm -hmm. and uh, you know I I met with him uh, a a mutual friend put us together I showed him my 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 trailer and and everything that I was doing he loved it and and then like a month or so later he he sends me this email he's like I'd love for you uh, to be part of the you know Sundance Independent wow. um, Filmmakers Lounge. That's not That's bad. F- it's so fine. It, it was fine. I got. We might as well leave. This it, bitch is too lucky <laughs> over here. <laughs> I don't like you no more. <laughs> it's like I have worked. <laughs> oh, you did the work, bitch. You did the work. <laughs> he hates me because of that. Because oh man. Um, so uh, so it was pretty damn fantastic. So that was like the beginning of this year was the kickoff of. Sundance. So now it's a digital wow. series at a film festival. Nice. And it was just, it was just phenomenal. Got a lot of attention. Did a, you know many interviews. Met sponsors. Just just met uh, incredible people. It was five magical days. Wow. It was uh, six of us from the Dark Prophet team, including two actors. Uh, you oh, know, you producers. took all them too. Yeah, wow. exactly. It was phenomenal. Just wow. just incredible. I'm telling you, it was just five <coughs> magical days. 
we hardly slept. We went. It was every event, every party. That's how you uh, do you it. Know, interviews. That's, that's what that's, I'm talking that's about. That's how you do it. We mm-hmm. you, we just had this. See, that's why everybody knows who she is. This bitch yeah. been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sleep just leaning against the wall. Okay. Like, you know. <laughs> I want that producer's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so so that was pretty pretty fantastic. And then that actually, um, well, I had already started putting. Uh, this deal together to get Dark Prophet actually on a television channel. Um, but with everything that had happened with Sundance, that was just a, like a great deal clincher. Um, because when I got back, there was this, uh, there's this channel called Launch TV mm-hmm. that used to be part of Direct TV. Mm-hmm. And Direct TV, uh, you know, sold it. It was, uh, you know, independently purchased. Well, mm-hmm. it, by a production company and a holdings company got together and they purchased this channel from Direct TV. And with that purchase, they were able to keep 85 million worldwide subscribers that they had on DirecTV. Mm. So, um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. So with that, um, they were looking for content. Mm-hmm. They were looking for content, and I was referred to um, the founders of Launch TV. And mm-hmm. I you know, showed them my trailer. I showed them my pilot. Mm-hmm. They were over the moon for it. And uh, when I got back from Sundance, we, you know, <coughs> solidified the deal, and uh, Dark Prophet started airing on Launch TV in June. Wow! And uh, so now that it's ain't bad. Now it's <laughs> now it's a digital series on mm-hmm. TV, mm-hmm. and it's a basic cable channel, ind- an independent, you know, basic mm-hmm. cable channel, and they also have a Roku channel that streams the television channel, <laughs> really? which is pretty, you know, pretty funny experience. Mm-hmm. It's just a live TV channel. They have commercials, you know, b- mm-hmm. between all their content, they have commercials. So, uh, and that's really, that's really growing and it's doing really, really well there. And they've ordered 10 episodes. Wow. Really? So yeah, yeah. 10. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can wait a writer's room at. Well, let's get, like, let's, let's get into what yeah, let's get Dark into Profit yes. is about. Because exactly. I have the, I have the comic book in my hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's I get got it. last week and I read it. And then it, here's the thing. Cause when you mm. gave it to me last week, all you said is I want you to read this. So I read it. And then when you get to the end. I noticed, oh, they got a web page. And that's when I went to like YouTube and looked mm-hmm. at, I'm like, oh my God, this is like so interactive. It's like I'm reading the preview issue and then now I'm on another platform looking mm-hmm. at the character. And I'm like, so tell us the world because the sure. first preview <clears throat> issue, we get a little taste yes, a little of this taste. world. Totally, exactly. And that preview issue we premiered at uh, San Diego Comic Con okay. in July. And, you know, just phenomenal experience mm-hmm. for magical days. Right. Did a, lot of, did a lot of press. Locking Let, up my brunch. Let's tell the people what Messing up my brunch game. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, exactly. told them the genre oh, yeah, yeah. and all right. No, no, like definitely. So, so Dark Prophet, it's a sci-fi action thriller. Mm-hmm. And it's about this, uh, this music student, this genius music student who creates music mathematically the way Mozart did. Oh, okay. And he crunches numbers in his head the way Goodwill Hunting does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's in grad school. And he's working on his senior thesis project that a corporation came to him and said, hey, we want you to take our math formulas and turn them into songs. Mm-hmm. So while he's doing this throughout, throughout the year, and uh, there's uh, you know, something else that happens to him, which I'll come back to. Mm-hmm. But while he's working on this, and he's you know, already been, t- been taking these math formulas and turning them into songs and li- delivering them back to the company, he, he actually finds a hidden cipher encrypted in the math. Mm-hmm. And he cracks that master code and unscrambles it through all of the songs that he's created. And he finds out that there, there are government top secrets hidden in the songs now that he's created. Uh-huh. And these top secrets are missions um, that were you know, created by this rogue intel agency that wants to trigger 
world war and then they want to take over the planet mm-hmm. by the use of cyber intelligence. Okay. Mm-hmm. So our hero, whose name is Dave Shepard, unknowingly, he's been part of their plot. He's literally taking these math formulas, turned them into songs, and then, and then that agency is trading these secrets and missions in a song file. Mm-hmm. So it's so <laughs> under the radar. It's like Hitchcockian yeah. in a way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like you know, you had the, the everyday guy who thinks he's doing one thing and then realizes he's entangled in like this mm-hmm. craziness and no mm-hmm. one probably believes like, oh my God, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought I'm doing this basic job. Oh, I'm doing this thing. And come to find out that, oh my God, I'm like the linchpin into some crazy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Exactly. So so when uh, when they find out and, and the organization like their 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 nickname or you know just their secret name is black box mm-hmm. when they find out that he knows mm-hmm. um they set him up for his girlfriend's murder and he is forced to escape and go underground mm-hmm. and become the musical artist known as dark prophet mm-hmm. now through his own music which he distributes in the clubs he's got his dj friend mm-hmm. he has a, a runaway that becomes his sidekick this you know cassie this woman mm-hmm. um and the dj is played by Rick right. gonzalez which mm-hmm. i know you guys are a fan of yeah. well tell me who the bad guy is too though yeah yeah it? yeah and, <laughs> and 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 the bad guy the, and, and the bad guy who um basically he is uh the colonel of the rogue intel agency called Black Box. It's Henry Rollins. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got Henry Rollins she on got here. Henry <laughs> and he's and he's brilliant. And in fact, I mean he was he was just the one that came to mind when I was creating mm-hmm. that character. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's he's just so right for it. Um so uh and but but I will speak about Henry's character a little bit. The reason why um you know he masterminded in th- this whole you know conspiracy and basically take take all of her uh, of the world is because you know he's been he's been uh, uh, in he, a military uh, he's been he grew up in the military family um, he's he's just been in that life he's been a patriot right. for forever mm-hmm. uh, running black op- operations everything and at this point he just feels that the world is so corrupt so greedy every political system it really doesn't work ultimately doesn't work and the only way to fix it is to start over. So that's why he's oh, starting the war so that then, you know, get rid of all of the systems and processes in, that are in place mm-hmm. and start over. Mm-hmm. So he's doing it for noble, his own noble reasons. As all megalomaniacs do. I have the solution. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, he, he's going about it in a very... Uh, <laughs> now, did you guys do the comic book way? first? We did the digital series the digital first. Yeah, first yeah. And Ex- then, okay. Exactly. So so now getting back to Dave Shepard, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Dark Prophet, mm-hmm. which is his music name, his, right. his artist name. Uh, so what he's doing with coding his own secrets in his songs is, uh, and it's dispersed through the clubs, the DJs, everything, musical downloads. He is basically building his own army, a rebellion against Black Box mm-hmm. with the club culture, pop mm-hmm. culture, tech geeks, Anybody that listens to his music and listens to his message. Mm-hmm. So when when you're if you're in a club mm-hmm. and his song comes on, your smartphone will vibrate, shake, the uh, numbers math math form uh, numbers will uh, unscramble on your screen and give you a call to action. So like and, and for example, um, like black, kill the man to come yeah, up yeah, with like, something. Or, or you know, black, black box. Uh-huh. Their next mission is in this location at this time and this is what we need to do to stop them like okay. that that kind of oh, thing wow. so he's okay. just building his own army mm-hmm. and communicating through music 
And now, uh, are the people knowing this? It's not subconscious. Like they know. They they no, they're, they, they're they, conscious yeah, yeah, of yeah. what's they're, happening. They're, okay. they're totally conscious. Okay. They're, they're, they're completely. Because it's not like it's triggering a buzz and it triggers yeah. something. Yeah. Like, no, what? No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's not this Manchurian conscious. Candy. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's not Manchurian candy. Yeah, so it's not like it's, in their head or something. Yeah, yeah, right, no, right. no, no. It's like you know they they see it. He he he's rallying the troops to basically stop um you know world war and then this next version of the world. Which will be controlled through cyber intelligence, and it's near. It's near future, like twenty nineteen. It's twenty nineteen is when the war. Worse. Yeah. Okay. When the, when the war is in uh, full force. Okay. For sure, and uh, so that's you know at at the heart that that's that's the story of Dark Prophet. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, uh, one of the things in terms of why he actually was able to find that hidden cipher in the math for- formulas uh, to begin with at at this point and even the why now is, uh, you know, he was already brilliant at crunching numbers and all of that, but uh, for, at, from a child, he always suffered from seizures. Mm. And he would have been this incredible music prodigy had it not been for the seizures. Right. So, you know, the seizures it made him a bit of an outcast. He had to, he learned martial arts to defend himself, mm-hmm. all, all kinds of things. But once he gets into grad school, there's this uh, clinical trial that is looking for music and gifted music and math students. So they go to the colleges and everything. And um, Day's professor recommends um, Day for this clinical trial to see if it helps him with the seizures because in the clinical trial, it's all about expanding the use of your mind and right. focus and concentration and mm-hmm. all of that. And actually, um, the medical this, this clinical trial works for about the first year or so. But then all of a sudden... Um, and, and his and his uh, results are just crazy. Oh, off that's the charts. why you do like a year later. Yes, the, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, his 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 results are crazy off the charts. The best, like the best student possible. But that clinical trial was actually the black the black box was completely behind it. They were looking for for students like him that could actually mm. take the math formulas and turn them into songs. Mm. So 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 they have been like behind everything. Uh, in terms of finding him and then coming to him through this corporation that then gives him the senior thesis project. But what they didn't anticipate was that through that clinical trial process and and as days like mind and everything has been expanding ex- exponentially, he now crunches numbers at this quantum physics level. He mm-hmm. just sees numbers just crazier than ever before. And that gave yeah, like him... Within like that, a yeah, second, and, he can see and, something. Huh? Yeah, and and so so that was his side effect of it, which was like you know that that's like his superpower. So that's what gives him the ability to actually see that encrypted secret, um, you know, the, the 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 main master code that he's mm-hmm. able to crack, which they never thought that anybody would ever right. do. Right. Mm-hmm. So with that, then then that that's what led to him then knowing everything about them, all of their secrets, their secret plot, mm-hmm. it, you know, etc. But with this whole crunching numbers at a quantum physics level. Um, you know, Day is actually able to step into a future parallel universe because now it's like he, he, he can transcend time mm. with through math, mm. you know, all of that's quantum right. physics. So, um, so that becomes, and that's like the sci-fi right. you know, a- a- aspect of it. Mm. Um, but what we actually later find out, you know, because it's a huge epic story, clearly, I mean, you know, with the films, it's a trilogy and beyond. With right. a television series, it's many, many seasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so what we would find out, probably third season of, of the TV and definitely um, either midpoint of, of the trilogy, you know, okay. film, the, the second film. Yeah, midpoint of the second film, the trilogy, and possibly even the third, is that um, we, you know, the story that I just told you actually comes, uh, is out of sequence. Because, um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's just we're not getting it at the very beginning of the story because really what happened is at some point Black Box catches him uh, and uh, they actually entrap him in this uh, future parallel universe mm. and they still have him controlling him. He's still creating music for them. That he's completely have him in like this torture device, et cetera. He's working for them. But he's become so powerful that he sends uh, visions of the future Back to his present back to self, his present self. Mm. which which were the seizures that he's he was always having, been having. Oh my that's god, fun. I love that's it. Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I smart. love always, it. Always, yeah. always, always, always mm. had. So he had those seizures. Just yes, fool. That's me trying to tell you something. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they trying okay. to drug you up. Yeah, it, I love it. All, all of it, it. All of it. So 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 the self of him, which is like the higher consciousness uh -huh. of himself that's trapped, is trying to create an awakening. In the in present self, mm. and then mm. and then of course the awakening does occur where Day realizes like oh my god it's like I'm not my whole self like I have to I have to free the trap self to really lead this rebellion and win these guys wow. you know but at that point we're in the war and everything else yeah so this is like the full mythology right. that I am giving you guys I that? like it it's so <laughs> it's, it's unique and it's you know it's interesting and you've got some really great characters. And I'm really enjoying like the mini, like like I said, when I read the comics, like, well, let me go online and look at the the mini. Like it really feels like the the comic, it feels like it feels like the miniseries. Like it uh -huh. all goes together and it kind of makes you just want to know more. That's yeah. why I was so disappointed. Like, wait, there's just ten. I need more. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen next? You know? Yeah, yeah. No, well, and thank and thank you for that. Are you gonna do more of the comics? Totally, totally, oh, totally gosh, okay. doing totally doing more of the comics. And, and th that was a preview issue. Mm -hmm. Now going to New York Comic Con next week. And um, you know, I have so I have a special I have a special issue for that because mm -hmm. we're doing we're doing something crazy, so like off the chain that I'm that mm. I'm excited about. Right. Um, so and this I wasn't even anticipating right now as as like even part of, uh, you know, phase phase two. Even I, this was something that I was thinking a little bit down the line, but there was this amazing opportunity that that came. I spoke at a <coughs> I spoke at, at a TV of Tomorrow conference uh, in San Francisco in June. And there was this husband and wife team there that saw my panel on Dark Prophet and everything mm -hmm. else, and they were they so connected with it, were so blown away. And I spoke with them afterwards, and uh, and their company, it's it's a it's a technical company, you know, coding. But you know, the husbands developed a platform and a technology for coding 3D. No, um, no, no. Yeah, yeah, really? code coding 3D, um, and and with content. So it was you know really really interesting, um, and you know I was intrigued and fascinated. And then when I came back to LA, we had a virtual call and I walked them through the entire platform, you know, all, all my, my whole franchise with, you know, with my vision and my strategies and what's mm -hmm. happening next and where I'm at and, you know, like, cause, because I'm definitely rolling this out and building it in different phases. Mm -hmm. So they just, they just loved it. And uh, so we were, you know, starting to talk about how we could work together. And then the following week, they went to this other conference and they met uh, a company based in San Francisco called Dodo Case. And uh, yeah, I like the name. yeah, it's super cute. So, and Dodo Dodo Case, um, it's ma American uh, manufacturers. They make uh, primarily with their businesses. They make covers for smartphones, okay. you know, tablets, custom stuff, and it's all it's all made in San Francisco. I mean, they're manufacturers more than anything. Mm -hmm. But they've gotten into the virtual reality business, um, and they make their own viewer. Uh, where you can slip in your smartphone or a tablet, or you can watch a screen, but they make this viewer that's literally gives you a virtual reality um, view of the mm. content that you know that's inside. I mean, the content has to be created so right. that you know you can see. You in can see three D, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. And, you know, it's this three sixty virtual reality, but uh, and the viewer 
because it's cardboard, it's twenty five bucks. It, it's twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. and it has you know really great lenses. Mm-hmm. And again, you put your you put your phone in. So anyway, the bells kind of went off with the you know husband and wife team, um, who's uh, their, their company's called Gearbox Interactive Studios. Um, and uh, so so then they came back to me and they were like, "Wow, they're looking for content. Dodo Case is looking for content for their viewer." Um, you know, we would love to do something with your comic book, mm-hmm. you know, create, create the virtual reality experience, um, for, you know, f- for, for the viewer. And I was like, I'm completely, completely down. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love it. And, and the 3d and virtual reality was all part of my vision, which they, sure. which they knew, which right. they knew, but there was this, this opportunity of now, you know, being able Doing to do it now. it now. Right. So, um, so Dodo case, uh, they actually were planning on getting a booth at New York comic con where they were, you know, going to have their, their, their viewer there that, you know, for selling and also just for people being able to test it and they, right. and they needed content. So, so then, um, it was just the perfect opportunity for you know my company, Digital Rain, and um, and uh, Gearbox Interactive Studios to come together and create. Mm. Now, well, now actually, the the really big thing that we're doing is that we're creating the comic book, um, the the virtual reality comic book series. That's that's wow. what we've got have on the horizon. Oh, yeah. That's what we have on the horizon. But for the booth, uh, we're creating a featurette. Um, because you know, it wasn't, I mean, this all happened really, really quickly. It's Mm -hmm. like three week turnaround. Mm -hmm. So, you know, three weeks to create a new special edition book, comic book (laughs) for, for, for the show. And, uh, and clearly, you know, for this, for this featurette. So Mm -hmm. it's been, you know, just like going back and and prepping and creating new artwork that, that now you can see in a 360. So it's expanding everything Mm -hmm. that I had already done plus finishing, some stuff and uh you know so so um gearbox has been you know work, working on that and it's i'm like beyond thrilled it looks amazing mm. insane yeah. and uh so so yes yeah, so that's what we're going to be premiering at, at new, new york, york comic con so know, let me let me let me ask you as a avid comic book reader how do you feel about this going forward for your group your comic con peoples you think this is something? Are you kidding me? Yes, they will jump on it in a minute. Yeah. And, you know, excited. I mean, new ways to look at content. I, they will eat it up. Mm-hmm. They will eat it up. And mm-hmm. I would too. I mean, there's been stuff. I know you've probably seen stuff online where you talk about where you have like that. At one point, like several years ago, they were doing you do the comic book and they would do it online, and then parts of the comic book would actually move. You get right. the oh, visual. Yeah, 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 and that yeah, was yeah, cool, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, okay, I can go in and watch that. It's just going to go. Can you imagine? Doing a 360 with a comic mm-hmm. book and like you're like you feel like you're immersed you're in, in yeah. the world. You're in it now. Like you exactly. are the comic book, mm-hmm. which yeah. is going to be bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be bananas as long as it's affordable and as working class <laughs> folk can participate. Girl, that's always yeah. good. Twenty five dollars for the viewer. Twenty five dollars for the viewer. And you know, of course, you know the, the feature at there's no there's no price right, for right. that. But then we're gonna price right. um, We're gonna price each uh, episode right. of, the, of the comic book series. Uh, accordingly, you know, it, it'll it'll be. be I mean, it definitely will be, a, you know, competitive price, and uh, we're and we're just beyond thrilled. And what's really fantastic is that it's since it's such a new space mm-hmm. uh, for content. Right now, there isn't anything that is story like really scripted. Right. You know, it, it's it's mostly simulations right. or experiences, whether it's a ride or you know your 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 motocrossing, you know, like mm-hmm. experiences, which which is great, but there isn't anything that's really story based. So mm-hmm. n- narrative, certainly nothing that's sci fi, action, thriller, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing that's character, right? Based. So it's going to be pretty 
damned interesting and and and, and exciting mm-hmm. to uh, to premiere this. And and you know we we're really confident. We're really I, really confident. I, I, I have two questions for you. Yeah. One is regarding the series, the the ten episode pickup. Yeah. When are you guys start getting into that, and mm-hmm. are they letting you? Because you proved you know how to do it. Totally. Are they letting you run the show? Are they bringing in yeah. another person to help you with it? What's what's the deal? Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, the, the whole thing was a proof of concept, clearly, mm-hmm. in terms of everything that I created, even up up until this point. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I mean, with, with them, which is fantastic, is that I don't have to bring on a showrunner or anything like that. I mean, it, we, we have delivered content, mm-hmm. quality content, mm-hmm. and they want more. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I have my team and, and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So we're going to go into production on that next year. Um, you know, probably be second quarter or so, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because the pre-production is going to be you know a bit of really uh, planning that it's 10, 22 minute episodes, which is three and a half hours of mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. So it's still going to be uh, you know really it's still a digital series because mm-hmm. we're still doing it under new media contract. Right. And um, so I'm thinking of probably shooting it like a movie where you know you basically shoot everything at, at the beginning oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um and then edit the hell of it hell out of it if we have to do pickups we'll we'll do that i'm thinking sure. i mean that's just i think that's just the smartest way to do it mm-hmm. and, and most economical and, and everything else now are they but, are they helping you guys are they adding to the budget to what you oh, had before i mean it's uh, gonna be oh much yeah better yeah yeah, yeah oh, definitely yeah, absolutely okay. yeah no it's it's gonna be good it's okay. it's it's gonna and be are you great. gonna have more projects under your digital rank so you got the comic dark profit now but since you have your digital rain comics, are you going to have other what, uh, other stories down the pipeline? Totally. Are they going to be sci-fi or a little different or everything? Everything that I write is uh, and conceive it's character-driven, high concept. Okay. So it all lends itself to being to, to, to be able to be told on uh, multiple media formats mm-hmm. and and multi-platform. That's exactly what it is what it is. It's a story told over multiple media formats Mm -hmm. and why that's really important in terms of the media formats is because going back to the business we all know this is a business Mm -hmm. media format formats are monetizable so you know right from the very beginning as you identify the different um, mediums that are the best mediums to explore uh, your story fully Mm -hmm. that you start building your revenue streams it's like okay what is the model what are are the traditional models of that particular medium Mm -hmm. and how do I craft my project to fit with the traditional mediums and how can I use my creativity and what's available to me in the digital storytelling age to add on top of it Mm -hmm. and how I can I add value and who are the people that I could take this to Mm -hmm. that it's a potential investor a potential partner Mm -hmm. potential sponsor etc etc and then you know then and then you start building of course you know your 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 track record hopefully in you know in the space whether it's a social media you're building up your social media or you are able to bring in some partners that actually mean something, or you can cast, mm-hmm. you know, you cast right. some notable names, mm-hmm. right. et cetera, which is like, as everything we know, it's all the packaging and being able yeah. to pitch this stuff and mm-hmm. present it. And mm-hmm. that's why going back to, you know, your package is mm-hmm. incredibly important. Right. You know, a- anyone that you're presenting to or speaking to sees that you're professional, that you're ready, that you know how to make money with it, mm-hmm. all, all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you need to you need to you need to present that every single yeah, time to no matter content, who you are speaking right. to, mm-hmm. right. because you want to move on to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, for me, my mindset constantly is uh, the the how can uh, like for me, it's like how can I walk in there and get a yes? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I go through the checkbox, all the checkboxes of what could be the possible no's. And I make sure that I've handled all those. Right, you got the I, answer cover ex- coming in. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you do your work, if you do your homework, 
you know, you're, you're ready and then more opportunities come. And, and also another thing is once you start building your brand, mm -hmm. many opportunities come. And, and, and that's a lot of what's happening, sure. you know, for, for me. Question for you in regard to the comic book, you, you were kind of touching on it, is um, like I'm just thinking about like The Walking Dead, for instance, where the comic book was out and then they came out with the show. Yeah. You kind of did the reverse where you, yeah. you have the show and now you come up with the comic book. Right. How close is the comic book going to be to the show? And are you going to go further with the comic book because you can? Or what's, what's your intent with that? Yeah. I don't know if that was what you were talking mm -hmm. about. but Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to go further with the, with the comic book. Um, and, and, and the whole thing, and going back to multi-platform mm -hmm. for a second, um, you know, it, it's about building a story universe. And there are, there's always, of course, one main, uh, uh, main storyline that you're starting with. But sometimes mm -hmm. there could be you know, some parallel storylines, certainly a lot of su subplots. Sure. Your main character or main characters um, and those subplots, what have you. So you're really like creating this story universe, and then you go at that story universe through different POVs mm -hmm. or through different storylines or different po uh, different uh, uh, points in time in the entire timeline of the whole mm -hmm. universe. Yeah. So in the digital series, actually, it's it's like one point in time, and then it, and then it kind of you know skips ahead. The comic book. Is already when he's underground. It's a different. Okay. It's mm -hmm. actually a different time period. Yeah. So and and actually all of the mediums for the most part are they're either a different time period or it's a different POV into what's going on. Whether mm -hmm. it's coming in from the underground aspect or it's coming from the black box, you know, mm -hmm. their their side of it, you know, mm -hmm. etc. So this is where the integration happens. Right. Where if you're watching the comic book, you're gonna see something. That when you, that, uh, I'm sorry, when you're watching the digital, digital series, yeah, you're, you're going to see something that then when you're reading the comic book, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I, th now I completely, there's something, else. I, I get another aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, because in the comic book, when you get the preview part, yeah. like you said, it's, he's already underground, they're going after him, and there's like a mention of his girlfriend. But when you look at the, on, on the digital part, you actually get to see the girlfriend, yeah. and, the, and you're like, oh, wait, there's just more part of the story that's opening up. So totally. you, you're kind of like compelled to like, well, I'm going to read the comic book. And I'm going to look yeah. at the other thing and get different viewpoints of the story. Totally. Because clearly it's like, I'm not getting the whole thing with one, each one, but put together, yeah. you're kind of figuring out. And it also kind of gave me a sense of, almost a feeling of the unreliable narrator kind of thing, where I'm like, well, who whose viewpoint, like, how can I trust what's going on here when I'm looking <laughs> at this? So it's really putting, it's making you think and you get really engaged yeah. with the work. Because even I was reading the comic book, like, well, wait, oh, she's already dead in here. Oh, wait, we're starting from this viewpoint. But wait, maybe I need to watch this other part. So it really is kind of interconnected, and, and it's really fun. Cool. You know, it's like it's it really is like playing a video game, and you're kind of putting all the pieces together, and every little uh, platform gives you a little tiny, little another little piece of the story, and you kind of got to put it together Absolutely. and figure it out. So when are the action figures coming out? Because uh, <laughs> yes, you, you need I can to, get you, my you, little DJ, yes. and a little DJ. <laughs> you need to, add, you need to add to your collection. Clearly, <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, funny enough, there's mm. actually there. There's a there's a toy maker who's who's making mm -hmm. a toy right now, and I'm and I'm going to also be meeting with um, this uh, a three D a three D printing company that's mm -hmm. also interested in the toys. Okay, nice. So as soon as I get wow. back from New York, I'm, I'm, I'm meeting oh, with them. She's just licensing all kind of shit. I, I did have a question in terms of from <laughs> coming from doing your screenwriting and learning television writing. What was your tradition in, in writing the comic book? Learning how to do the panels and you know, not telling too much. What was that transition like for you? Because you mastered everything else, but when you're coming into a different medium where 
you're gonna have to put some words on there and you can't over explain everything and then have to trust the artist to put your vision on there. What was that like for yeah, you? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's really interesting and, and, and this, you know, and as screenwriters, we know uh, that we're just constantly editing, you know, constantly mm -hmm. editing our work. How can I say this with fewer words? Yes. You know, like every well, we single should. word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every single word should have a purpose for being on the page. We, you know, and so, enough so, so that the artist will be able to convey yeah. that with mm -hmm. just the words that you're, yeah. Totally, mm -hmm. absolutely. So it was taking... The, you know screenwriting and, and then and then taking uh you know teleplay writing which which is even a, a bit different mm -hmm. from screenwriting um and then you know going in you know reading as many comic books as possible mm -hmm. uh, looking uh different templates you know different mm -hmm. different um comic book writing templates that work for me right. in terms of being able to adapt uh you know just my own writing style and everything mm -hmm. else so uh you know, definitely went through a couple of drafts to continue to edit, and 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 you know, I'm I'm so such a cinematic, um, I'm so visual, mm -hmm. you know, that that you know, it's easy for me to actually really write what I see, mm -hmm. uh, where it's really clear. And for an artist, since I'm an artist myself, mm -hmm. I know what the artist needs okay. to, mm -hmm. how much information the artist needs. So, um, but with all that, you know, it's just it's still that constant editing of of mm. a writer and how can I say this in the least amount of words or how can I be as you know the most effective right and and sometimes it's like yeah you have to you have to <laughs> you know you have to scratch and, and blow away you know your your darlings your the lines that you love <laughs> it was such a great and, line exactly <laughs> into the wind just because you know what especially in a comic book mm -hmm. It really, it's just fluff. It's 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 just so not, it's just so not needed. It's like each so, word has to like mm -hmm. carry so much weight. Because it's a difference totally. between that and a graphic right. novel, which yeah. you can be right. a little more worried it, about. Exactly, sure. exactly, mm -hmm. much, much more poetic. So mm -hmm. it's 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 less poetry, but at the same time, it can still be poetic where where it's appropriate for you to be poetic. Okay. So you have to really pick and choose, mm -hmm. um, and depending on what's going on in the scene and, and all that kind of thing. So it was a, a very interesting process, and it was and it was kind of crazy. Also, like once I was on the other side of it, to think like, wow, I was I'm actually still telling the same story right. but with <laughs> a lot less words. Um, so it made but, you start thinking yeah. about the script. Didn't oh, it, it made. Oh, I, I, I've gone back and edited things in the script really? definitely from that process. Absolutely, and you can see the visual because it, just looking at the panels themselves, it's very cinematic. Like. I could see it like they did when, because when I switched over and started watching it on, mm -hmm. you know, the vid, the digital videos and stuff like that. It, it, I mean, it was clearly like just looking at this, I could see the movie. And then once I started watching it, I'm like, yeah, there it is. Because sometimes you'll read a comic book and it's like, okay, you'll see the panels and you're like, here's the story. But this one, it's 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 like literally, it's reading. You know, it's a good comic book when it's like mm -hmm. it's like watching the movie. You know, and yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah, setups, yeah. you know. And the thought bubbles and all that's really, really good. Um, thank you. Thank you well, so you thank you so 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 job. much. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. And I have a little bit more news um, okay. that I which is interesting. Tell us uh, the news and then give us one last thing for everybody in the Sure, we'll sure, sure, sure. Um, well I am in talks with some investors about the feature film. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, do you already have a separate script for that or is there something you need to write? I have a separate script. Yeah. Completely oh, different. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Told you she would be. She's I like, think. okay, I got mm -hmm. this, this. What you want? I got <laughs> it. It's like yeah. all bases are covered. It's uh -huh. such, so smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so smart. I'm That's ready. I'm ready, you guys. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just been this incredible opportunity. I can't get into the details. Oh, okay. The details. 
um, because it's obviously, you know, happening. It's okay, Spielberg. You don't have to, you know, we know what you, we know what you, we got the videotape. But uh, it's the right people. Mm -hmm. um, And it's it's looking really good. Good. You know, how about that? It's looking really good. And one thing I didn't say, and you, you were talking about it before you got here, is that you are a woman, okay, a Latina woman. Let's get it out there. All right, I love making that. kick-ass action projects, and I know you got more shit other than that. Mm-hmm. But I love that that's what you're coming out with, right? Blowing up, you know, in the multi-platform mm-hmm. reign, if you will. Especially um, coming out with like you know a sci-fi mm-hmm. thriller type stuff, because a lot mm-hmm. of times when they see people of color and they come with stuff, they just have this preconceived notion that with we a diverse got, cast. Yeah, it's like you right. know mm-hmm. we talk about uh, what Erica Alexander with her comic book, yeah. Concrete Park, and mm-hmm. them talking about when they're coming to pitch things, and when they walk in the door, they have this preconceived notion of what kind of story you're going to get, mm-hmm. and then you give them something like yeah, and you're talking about technology, mm-hmm. coding, you're talking like some other level mm-hmm. stuff. They're just like looking at you like oh th- that is not what we thought. And it's like mm-hmm. yeah, we've been trying to tell you. <laughs> We do all kinds of stuff, you know? So I'm really thrilled about that. Like, before yeah. she even walked in, I'm like, yes. <laughs> when I looked at the name, I was like, what? Yvette Vargas, what? Sci-fi stuff. Like, oh, heck yes. Mm-hmm. That's so, I mean, that just, I mean, just think of all the people, young people who are looking at that stuff Absolutely. and can see that. And just, I guess, literally, sometimes people, you've got to see it to believe Well, she's it. an educator, too, so I know that yeah. that's yes, one of the things. It's, that's key. It's one of the things, and you, you guys, you know, I, I hear this, I hear this all the time between... Mm-hmm. First of all, being a woman, right? Being a woman in the space mm-hmm. at, because we're talking about entertainment and and entertainment technology, exactly. So definitely, and then and then to be a person of color, exactly. Uh, you know, on on top of it, and uh, you know, I am out there just you know, absolutely waving that flag Girl, and, do and, and everything else. It's like it's like yeah, you know, we're this is what I do for this. Oh, to- totally, absolutely. And the, and the thing is that. Um, you know, like, I don't want to be put into a box. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, mm-hmm. I don't only write this right. at all. It, it just, just, like, just like my fellow um, creators. Right. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, absolutely not. And especially mm-hmm. just, you know, because I'm a woman and because I'm right. Latina. Right. Um, no. Right. right. So, uh, you, <laughs> hashtag you no hashtag bitch. Hashtag Google me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, what's, and what's so funny is that, you know, many times before I walk into a meeting, I mean, clearly... You know, uh, you know, they know my name that I'm that I'm a woman, but they're expecting like this biker chick with every tattoo in the world, and, <laughs> and, yeah, and, pe- and piercings, you know, yeah. and piercings yeah. coming out of you know. She's all I mean, she wears it. She looks like an executive. Yeah. Like I'm here to green light whatever I need. She's usually in black though. Uh-huh. This is true. Yeah, I'm from New York. But uh, <laughs> wait, this shit might be real. She might really be putting songs vampire. out there and coding <laughs> stuff. Like this might, like this movie might be like. Was that, I don't remember, was it a John Carpenter? I can't remember whose movie it was where the stuff was like real. As soon as it played out there and people heard it, it oh, became yeah. like real crazy stuff. Okay, she on some next level mm-hmm. stuff, so beware of your Yvette. She on Twilight Zone. Okay. Type of shit. I know what you're doing. The revolution is so coming. So thank you very Absolutely. much, Yvette. Thank you. My pleasure. So My pleasure. This next segment, because of time, mm-hmm. we're going to get into yes. Don't Sleep On Them segment. Yes. Cool? Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are just tuning in to the show... We did this segment called the Don't Sleep On Them segment. This is a time when we writers, <laughs> I got to go into my, my voice. <laughs> this is when we like to highlight a young writer or an older writer, just somebody you guys have never really heard of. Um, and we'll read, um, we usually read like an opening scene or some scene just to show you guys why I'll check out this next writer. And then we'll dissect it and talk about what we liked, you know, for like five minutes or whatever. Um, so this next scene is called Complex. And it, it's from Elisa Graybill. Um, she is. I told you about the um, the, sci- the 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 sci-fi show that I was doing 
um, the Supernatural show, right. sorry, that I was doing, we did in Seattle, Elisa and her uh, writing partner wrote that script and produced that, that script. And um, so she came into town yesterday, and we were sitting chill, chilling, talking, talking about the project. And I said, send me some shit. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'll read it tomorrow, you know, in the thing. And she sent me, like, five different scripts. And this is the one I thought would be interesting because it's a female lead, and I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So this is from Elisa Graybill. And it's a low-budget thriller. It's like Disturbia meets single white female. Um, it was in the Emerging Screenwriters uh, finalist and that. It was in Scriptapalooza. And here's a logline. Trapped in a gated condo complex, a true crime writer struggles to stop an insidious killer with the help of a man too good to be real. That's the logline. Okay. All right, let's go. The complex. Exterior, the Evans home day. 20 years ago, a quaint old two-story home. A sprinkler spray is a lush lawn full of dandelions. On the porch, a basket swing sways. Around the side of the house, Laurel, seven, a pixie in rainbow tights, creeps on hands and knees, followed by a neighbor boy, also seven. Orange water guns at the ready, deep in pretend. Interior, the Evans home, sun porch. In back of the house, in a cozy room with big windows, Christy Evans, 30. Pretty and plump perspires as she irons a girl's navy skirt. She has an indentation on her ring finger where her red ring should be. Baby, do you want apples and peanut butter or celery and peanut butter? She sets down the iron, rubs her neck. The iron puffs out steam. A knock comes at the door. Upstairs on the upper floor at the front of the house in a sunny pink playroom, Darcy, five, a tomboy in purple overalls and an oversized Braves cap, leaps from her tea table set for two. Back in a second, Kurt. She speaks to the other setting as if someone was there. Darcy cranes her head out the open window, tries to see down to the front porch, but is too short. I hate peanut butter. On the front porch, a man in a blue workman's jacket and braised baseball cap sways from foot to foot, glances up. Downstairs, Christy strolls to the tidy living room to the front door, picks up a, discard- picks up a discarded toys as she goes. Oh, do you? Yes. Sunlight obscures the man. She raises her hand to her eyes. He grabs her, arm against her throat. She kicks, bites, screams. A statue of a shepherdess and lamb falls off the entry table, cracks in two, one side shepherdess, one side lamb. The new family portrait of Laurel, Darcy, and their mother falls off the wall. The glass shatters as the man drags her to the back of the house, past the stairs, up to the playroom. Mom! Darcy, stay downstairs. Christy flails for a knife as he hefts her through the kitchen, throws open the door to the basement, and descends down the old wooden stairs into a dark, roughed-in cellar with a washer and dryer, and old boxes mark Christmas. He reaches up through the dark to catch the string, yanks on the light bulb. Harsh light floods over them. Christy stomps with all her weight on his foot, breaks his hold. She races up the stairs. He grabs at her waist. She half runs, half drags herself to the sun porch, grabs the iron, swings, Hiss, it scorches his arm. He screams. Cool. So that's a little opening scene in her, in Elisa's project, um, The Complex. So let's get in some thoughts about what we think. So it's feature film, right? Yeah, this is a feature film. Sorry. No. Yeah, this is a feature film. Yeah. All right. So... I, I, there's a couple of cool things in here that she does um, that I like. What I like is it's very, very um, sparse. Is that the word I want to use? Mm-hmm. Where it's very, 
you know, easy to look at it on the page, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but she says a couple things in here that I like. Like, there's a little moment where she says, um, um, Pixie in a rainbow tights uh, creeps on hands and knees, followed by a neighbor boy, seven, orange water guns at the ready, deep and pretend. Just like a couple little little ways that she talks to mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know, which is kind of cool. Um, no, I, I, go ahead. I agree. I agree. I, I, it's, it's extremely visual. Mm-hmm. I think she's done a really good job of painting and, and the world. Con- and, and it's conveying good information in terms mm-hmm. of the part where she has the indentation on her ring finger, mm-hmm. where her wedding ring should be. Mm-hmm. You know, so it kind of gives you a little, little, little background information without overwhelming us with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what really think it really hits me really good is on the second page. It's those action. Oh, the yeah. action scenes. They just all it just moves so fast. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and visually, it's just so nice to look at that because mm-hmm. it's not these big chunks of paragraphs that I hate, but it's like fast. And it, it makes you feel like you're in that moment and you're sure. going with it. You know, harsh light floods over them. She races up the stairs. He grabs her waist. Like these are like separated by their own little, you know, paragraphs just going down. And most the people page. will put that in all together. Oh, God, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, and, and this is, and this really is shot by shot. And mm-hmm. she, she uh-huh. gets that. She really mm-hmm. gets that mm-hmm. as, as she's, as she's uh, broken this down. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think she's painted, uh, you know, we get the world. You know, mm-hmm. we absolutely. Because it feels like everything yeah. is fine. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know tension's coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Just just by the simple fact that the little girl is, like, talking to herself and, at the table. And like on the bottom on. of the first page, it says, on the front porch, a man in blue worksman's jacket, braised baseball cap, mm-hmm. sways from foot to foot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a small, yes. subtle line, mm-hmm. but that makes me kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, visually, it's a nervous mm-hmm. thing. Like, you, you know, usually someone's not going to standing his demeanor. there. It's like, and it's also letting you know that something's not right yeah, with this cat. Definitely. You know. And he glances up. Like, why would you, you knock on the front door? Why are you glancing up to upstairs? You ain't never been, you know, I'm assuming you've never been in this house before. Who's this person? So in my mind, I'm like, he ain't up to no good. This mm-hmm. is this is not looking good for this little family here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a lot of like cool little things in there that I like. Mm-hmm. And um, but that was the the one thing that I liked the most is just how easy it was that she did the actions because it was just so, like you said, it was very visual. It just made you mm-hmm. see exactly what it was. You mm-hmm. know, the 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 whole Setup was like perfectly done, in my opinion. Yeah, especially um, she's got the iron, the puff, so you know the iron was on, puffy. Mm-hmm. So it kind of you know, visual, and then it comes back again, mm-hmm. you know, when she uses it. And then she has a nice button at the bottom of page two, mm-hmm. scorches his arm. He screams, and yeah. then you're like, oh, "What happened?" You got to turn the page. Yeah, you got to turn the page. page. You're curious, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Absolutely, Thank you. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot, Elisa Grable. That was very cute for you. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like we said, that was a little "Don't Sleep on a Segment." So if anybody ever wants to submit, you know, hit us up, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read something from you. And just so you know, these are cold. No, we don't even read them. We just, we just wing it. Yeah, it's just we were readers just reading it for the first time off the page, because that's when you give your real honest opinion, when yeah. you're like, because you notice, you know, I'm right ahead, like, I have to stop and look at it again, like, hmm. Yeah, just to see what it is here, that like, catches your eye. What is it that catches my eye definitely, definitely. as a reader, you know? All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks again, Elisa. So, Yvette. Yes. Miss Vargas, yes. where can people find you at, girl? Uh, okay, so I am uh, at Vargas Girl on Twitter. Okay. And uh, I'm also Facebook, just Yvette Vargas for sure. Uh, Dark Prophet is at Hear the Warning on Twitter. Ooh, so and ominous. At Hear the Warning, that's cute. <laughs> Hear the Warning. <laughs> Hear the Warning, baby, that's the tag. Uh-huh. And Facebook is also Hear the Warning. Instagram is Hear the Warning. We we have we have uh, a new social media 
portal, let's just say. Portal. Oh, they got ah, portals yes, into other yes, worlds. We're, worlds we're, we are, worlds. We're, in the process, we're in the process of building it out, but you could actually land there right now. It's uh, yeah. darkprofituniverse.com. Mm, okay. And we are blowing this thing out, wow. creating original social media content. Did, right. We didn't we didn't even get into half of it. Wait, wait, wait. Today. Are you going to have stuff where like people actually, if they, they pump in your phone number and they might send something like a text message that says, hear the warning. Oh my God, it's totally interactive. <laughs> I would totally eat that up. You know good as well. Though. You know, punching this number in. about that one. <laughs> Do not be surprised. Okay. <laughs> and, and and you know we we have many apps so uh and there's a lot of gameplay with mm-hmm. secrets and music mm-hmm. and coding and encoding okay. so multi-platform uh, you will be, y'all you will be able to interact <laughs> I, I like it because they had that little thing with, um, what was it, No Good D, where it was on mm-hmm. Twitter, where you like see a scene and do you do this or do that? Mm-hmm. And you click onto that. And like even though before the movie even came out, was smart. it was, was really smart, smart marketing because yeah. it made me go see that movie. Okay, number oh. one. Okay. Okay, well, yeah. then in, in Idris, too. So oh, that, there's you know, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had all yeah. the girls but going work it to go out, though. Yeah. Dark <laughs> Profit. No, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. So and, we, then, and then mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, well, uh, about a week, uh, the 9th, October 9th, the, uh, the virtual reality. Uh, mm. comic featurette will be available right. and you can go to um, Gear Box and that's uh, Box uh, is uh, B-O-X-X Two so gearbox.com oh. slash Dark Profit okay. okay yeah I'll be looking for that Lisa Lee where are you at? I'm embracing myself and saying <laughs> you can find me on Twitter usually I say don't follow me but you know what <laughs> If you if you're not afraid, if, down. if you're not afraid mm-hmm. go ahead and also you can find me on um, Bitch Flicks What's that is? What that? What that? Is? Oh no! It's a, a. It's a. Uh, <laughs> I just became a staff writer for them, and I'm writing about film genres of all kinds of stuff. Basically, mm-hmm. everything to do with film. Pretty much what I do here, yapping. <laughs> right. But I get to write it but down. But you get to put it down. But it's huh? it, with the feminist gaze. So okay. I'm going to give you some stuff, and then I'm going to let you know what's working or not, and just letting you know. <laughs> so it's an extended class. It's an extended, huh? you know, aka Lisa's womanist gaze at but certain films, which is going to be a lot of fun. So check me out at Bitch Flicks. That's what's up. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest, and I'm at. Um, Hilliard Guest on Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. Um, you can also find me um, on. No, <laughs> uh, you can find me. Um, you can also see the show Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Um, I am on Instagram, Facebook, everybody else's cousin, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, with that, thank you guys, Yvette, Lisa Lise. Our next guest has walked in the door. What's up, Miles? <laughs> they can't hear your ass. <laughs> be on the lookout for Dark Profit, y'all. Okay, look look out, definitely. Look mm-hmm. out for Dark. It'll be out there. Ten episodes. That's it's a blessing, out there, girl. Baby. That's what's up. It's out there, baby. All right. Thank you. Um, she better invite her brother to the writing room. At least come sit in and see what y'all doing. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, thanks again, guys. So, y'all know what we do. Keep it street. Keep it opinionated. And keep it what? 100. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Love it. Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the ramp room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it and anybody can get it No limit, we get to kill it, you tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping, no. any topic, even the random I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We only grow shit, welcome to the ramp room That's it, that's all I got to say